Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're having our usual walk through the hills today. We're just standing by a nice fast flowing stream at the moment. That's been dry quite a lot of the, uh, the summer so it's good to see some nice clean water in there again. Oh, so we thought we'd have a crack at the next chapter in our Lao Tzu series and we're on chapter 68. So let's have a little read through this and see what we think Lao Tzu was thinking about on this, the day he wrote this one. <laughs> Chapter 68 A canny soldier never provokes anyone and he's never made to lose his temper. A good fighter never confronts his enemy head on. And those who know how to handle people do it humbly. This comes from the virtue of not striving and from knowing how to link with other people's energy. Since time gone in the mists, this has been the way to pair up with heaven. Okay, so what do you think of this one, Dr Yates? I think the birds liked it. The birds liked it, didn't they? This is a familiar theme of Lao Tzu's, which is the theme of combat, strife, war, fighting. Uh, no doubt Lao Tzu's interest in this matter is linked to the fact that he was writing at the time of the war in States. So it was really on his mind. Yeah, I mean, it's just... A long period of many-sided uh, uh, battles, fighting, struggles for power, and so on in in, in the, at the historical juncture. Now, clearly, the bloke's a peacenik. You know, you can tell he loves peace. Peace is is the the great good, and he's right about that. You know, peace, a peaceful society. To live in a peaceful society is a tremendous good. But. Uh, People can forget if they if they haven't known war for a generation. They can start itching for it very strangely, you know, or thinking that that would be the way to settle differences or gain advantage in the, the world of competition. But peace is a very great good, and Lao Tzu recognises that. But nevertheless, he recognises the inevitability of combat, certainly in his own time. And all the times we meet this theme in the Dao De Jing, we find that Lao Tzu is pretty consistently recommending non-doing, Wu Wei, non-action. As our translator calls it in this passage, not striving, not striving. These are all the same things, not striving, Wu Wei, non-doing, non-action, and so forth. And, and we've explained that, you know, and it's... Uh, a massive feature of Deist arts. You see it in the brush painting. Um, you see, you see it in in the martial arts in in, in Daiji and certain of the, the so-called soft arts, which of course uh, translated across into Aikido, Judo, uh, partly as a matter of the the influence of these Deist ideas in, in Japan. And these are all about not meeting force with force, but 
slip into the side. They're all about attempting to use your opponent's strength, effort and fury against him or her by, by channeling it. And, but of course, to be able to do that, you need to be able to feel it. You need, you need to have a, an, basically an anticipation that's very accurate of what your opponent will do, which you gauge almost instinctively with lots of practice. And this is what he calls linking with other people's energy. That's what that is. And it's something that Lao Tzu tries to recommend when he's advising politicians, or as in this uh, chapter, when he's advising a soldier or a general. Again, it's all about leadership, styles of leadership. You know? Or whether he's advising... A martial artist who, who, who was attacked on a road somewhere, this kind of thing. And uh, it's about the virtue of non-doing it in com combat situations, whether at the level of war between nations or a struggle between opponents duking it out in the pub car park somewhere, you know. And of course in the sport forms, you know, of modern judo and so forth, we see, we see this. You know, and the, the whole point about Jews, can you get underneath the guy? Can you use the guy's force of attack and go with it and flip it into a trip or something like that? So this is his theme. Perhaps in some, some way he, he, he's saying, you know, that, that peace can overcome in, in this way. You know, there are times when you will have to fight. There are times when even nation states have to fight, though they, they should avoid it with every means possible, especially in the modern age, of course, when we've got cyber rattling all across the South China Seas. Uh, a shooting war in Europe, unthinkable, a few years ago. And God, God knows what wars and skirmishes and genocides all around the planet, loads of them. Uh, given now that humans have got weapons that could annihilate life from the planet once and for all it becomes even more urgent to take some notice of what this chap's saying, Ian. Yeah. And he's saying, if you're going to fight, well, best if you can stay, stay calm and minimal and not phased by the fact that, that your opponent might have superior strength on paper. Because knowing that there are methods, there are approaches to warfare and combat which enable you to use the strength of the other which of course is very very smart smart work if you can do it which is quite a subtle art non-doing very subtle art but it works in many many spheres of life it's very practical Lecture is a very practical teacher one of the most practical teachers so I like it when he's not otherworldly particularly well well he is but he integrates his other world in this he's, he's meditational insights in, into practical life, into the life of, of communities and societies and states even. And of course, ultimately, the method of non-striving is the way to pair up with heaven. You, in other contexts, he says, this is the, the way of heaven, he would call it, you know. Or what that means, it's, a, it's another, another... This is another variant that basically means becoming aligned with the with the Tao, the great principle of, of movement of everything, of existence itself. 
uh, which is the purpose of, of Lao Tzu's meditations, these very straightforward meditations, is to simply, through non-doing, sink into or merge into the Tao itself. So, that, so at least there's this kind of alignment with the Tao. And this is the same as non-striving, but it is non-striving applied to meditation, but also applied to the conduct of a general or a soldier or a combatant in a, in a, in a, a conflict that breaks out. So as ever, practical, as ever, keeping one eye on what this meditation can give us, the very great good it can give us, and at the same time championing for peace, as a great good, the greatest good, maybe. Well, short and sweet with that one today. Hope you enjoyed this little walk with us on this quite cold, I must say, <laughs> October day. So I hope you're all doing all right, and we'll speak to you soon. Have a good apocalypse. Buy me a coffee. <laughs>